0: Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortor on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. Proud to have you here every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time live on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. You can pick up all of the shows by going to WakeUpCallDT.com and clicking on the Podbean podcast, the iTunes podcast, the RSS feed, or clicking on Tune In Radio. You'll pick up over nine hundred shows on there. With that being said, for the first time ever, Zed Key is on the show with us coming in two thousand twenty incoming recruit for college basketball. Couple years left to play. Had played at Brentwood, is now moving on to Long Island Lutheran. And this is his first ever audio broadcast. So we're very happy to have him here on the show. Zed, how you doing today? Good,
1: how you doing?
0: Doing very well. And, and, Zed, what's it like for you? I mean, we feel awesome with this. We've had the opportunity in the past to be the first broadcast interview for recruits around the country. You get to be on that list now. What what are your thoughts about being on your first ever broadcast interview?
1: It's a pleasure. It's showing all, right. all the hard work I've put in to get this opportunity
0: so we're happy to have you here on Wake Up Call with Dan Satora. I know you spent some time in Brentwood. So uh, what can you say about your experience there and, and just what you took away from your time being at Brentwood in Head, New York?
1: Um, it, was, it was fun. Uh, good people there, good teachers, everyone was nice to me. And then I used to better my academics. So I chose Long Island Lutheran as my school to transfer to.
0: So you, so you talk about the fact, uh, like you said, you were at Brentwood High School in Glenhead, New York, and you wanted to improve the academic side of things. Uh, normally, when you hear somebody transferring, they're doing it to get more exposure to help out their recruiting. You spoke about the student side of being a student athlete. Just go into that a little bit deeper and why Long Island Lutheran, for you as a student, felt like the right fit.
1: Because they are very hard on you and they challenge you with their work. Their work is a lot harder than public schools and you have to study more put more time in and do your research so you can keep your grades up.
0: That coming from Zed Key here on the show with us this morning. Coming from Brentwood, moving forward to Long Island Lutheran, also a member of the New York Jayhawks. Uh, Zed, at Brentwood, what are the biggest things that you feel like you're going to take away what are some of those teaching moments that you feel like you got at Brentwood that you can move forward with you and, and maybe can help you become a better player and a better person? What, what does Brentwood give you that you're taking with you?
1: Just to play strong every game and to think smart. Because you're your basketball IQ. I don't think you opponent.
0: So outthinking your opponent and moving forward here, attributes for you, Zed, to look at what you feel like you do best as opposed to the things that you want to work on the most. You spoke on Brentwood helping you with your basketball IQ and outthinking your outthinking your opponent. What are your best attributes, and then secondly, what are the areas you want to work on moving forward?
1: Okay, so I'm really good at post the post game and rebounding, blocking shots. Uh, mid-range, and what I need to work on is uh, dribbling and the three-point shot and footwork for outside being a guard, because at this this height that I'm at right now, at college, you're a guard, so you have to work, you have to be able to handle the ball, shoot the ball, drop to the basket.
0: And and that's and like you said, you know, being at the height that you're at, uh, right around six eight here for you, that that's a guard inside of the college basketball ranks. You've been playing small forward, power forward. What can you say about the transition? Will you be doing some transitioning at Long Island Lutheran? Are you staying in the same position? Just what you could share with us about that?
1: They're gonna have me playing a four slash three because I'm not the tallest one, so I'm gonna have to move out, shoot the jumper basket make plays all the people and run the floor
0: and when you have this you know kind of work on your side of it with your outside game and, and ball handling and whatnot have you instituted anything in your workout regimen to help you out with your ball handling skills and taking care of bringing the ball up the floor and being able to move the ball on the outside
1: just dribbling low and go hard at whatever I do with dribbling So I would, like, pull a cone up or, like, do a move and keep repeating that move until I got it.
0: And then I'll move on to the next move and keep doing that until I got it. And then I implement it in, like, a pickup game or something to see if I really had the down patch. And when you look at, you know, likening your game toward any, is there anyone that you watch on film that when you're working on your ball handling skills and your ability to make those moves and and create on the floor for yourself – and for your teammates, is there anyone you like in your game to or that you really try to key in on and, and watch a lot?
1: I watch Tobias Harris a lot. His ability to shoot the three-point shot, get to the basket, post up, defend the better players and players that are bigger than him, um, just score the basketball is just phenomenal for me to watch him. So I just take that. I watch him and He inspires me to work harder at my
0: game so I could be like that. This coming from Zed Key. Zed Key heading off to Long Island Lutheran for the next couple seasons. He's twenty twenty, incoming for college basketball. Zed, we spoke off the air about it, but you have a very interesting name so just go into that I know your father has the same first name you have this name ZEDZ you know to the Power Ranger fans out there there is Lord Zed that's inside of the Power Ranger you know history and whatnot but outside of that you don't hear the name that much so just go into your first name a little bit and and what you like about it and if your parents ever told you where it came from um what I like about my name is that no one
1: else has it. It's, it's not like Tyler or uh, Brian. No one else has my name except for my father. So it's only one Z or two Zs. So that's why like it's not it's not a common name. And I don't know where I got my name from. It's just they just name me Z, and that's it.
0: So you have a name that is so unique, and as you move forward here, Zed Key. Well, you know if they're talking about Zed Key and recruitment, that it's got to be you. You know, there's there's the James Smiths and the Nick Roberts and so on and so forth, and of course I'm making these names up, but we know if we hear Zed Key that it's going to be you. Yes. <laughs> so as simple as that. So I want to look at the offers that you've had so far to play college basketball. Like I said, you have a couple years left to go, so you got a couple more years to pick up offers, but you've already done a good job with over uh, double-digit offers at this point. To let everybody know, for Zed Key, currently Stony Brook, Iona, UMass, Cincinnati, Hofstra, Robert Morris, St. Louis, Bryant, Arkansas Little Rock, Rutgers, and St. Bonaventure, to have a couple of years left in your recruitment, Zed, and to already have all of these offers under your belt, just what you could tell me about what it feels like to be in your situation, knowing that you have two more years to garner more opportunities, but you already have over ten opportunities at this point. It's, just, it's a blessing because there's some kids out there
1: who would love to be in the spot that I'm at It put in the work to be in the spot that I'm at. It's just you got to embrace it and keep working hard and keep coming in and you play and how you how y'all as a person.
0: And when you when you have these offers, I want to go back to your first one to share with everybody who the first school was to offer you because that usually helps the the domino start to fall, so to speak. So, what was your first offer? It was Iona, and Iona. so you get the first offer coming from the Iona Gals, Bring me into that moment. When did you get the offer? And, and just kind of share with us how you found out that they were offering you.
1: It, um, it was, I think it was two years ago when they offered me, um, I'll like a year ago. And the coach called my father and said, I like the way your son plays. And um, he, he's a good kid. And we're going to offer him a scholarship to Iona. And I was really happy. Like, we... We were celebrating and saying congratulations to me. And it felt really good because I know the hard work that I was putting in was starting to pay off.
0: And when you see that, when you see that hard work starting to pay off and Iona says, you know, we think that you're a good fit for us and we want to give you an opportunity. After Iona came through, how quickly did the other offers start to circulate in?
1: It wasn't that quick, to be honest. It was... It was like maybe one year, one another time, but it doesn't matter. If you
0: get an offer, you're going to be happy because you know you your all work, you putting in a lot of work. And so the, these offers, like you said, they didn't necessarily come in quickly one after another, but they've racked up to what they are right now. Are there any schools at this time that stick out to you of the offers that you have? when we're going down the list of, of the teams that I had mentioned just a few minutes ago. Is there anybody that kind of sticks out at this point? Um, for offers or interest? Uh, for, we'll start with offers and then we'll go into interest. So for, from the teams that have offered you up to this point, which ones stick out?
1: Um, probably Rutgers, Cincinnati, and UMass.
0: Okay. So with Rutgers, Cincinnati, and, and UMass, with those three that you mentioned that have offered you already, I want to, I want to spend a little bit more time with them. Why does Rutgers make a, make a list of kind of special interests for you? Because it's close to home, it's a relatively small campus, nice gym, nice locker room, very nice staff, um, just a good program to be a part of. And you mentioned a nice, nice gym, nice locker room, so you've obviously been out there to see that. What can you say about your experience on campus at Rutgers? Just a, a lot of nice people, they welcome you to the
1: campus, they they have they like to see the basketball recruits there at the school,
0: and they're walking in with open arms. So that coming from Zedkey, 2020 coming in at the forward position for college basketball, small forward as well as power forward. Cincinnati's another one that offered you that you said is of special interest to you, kind of piques your interest. Why Cincinnati? Because it was my
1: first big offer. They, see, they saw me play at hoop group. And I was home eating breakfast and Jay David, the program director of the New York Jail, called my father and said, Hey, your son got an offer from Cincinnati. It was a surprise. I I thought that was like way down the road at the big college, big B1 school. I thought I was way down the road, but I was gonna get that offer. But it came in.
0: And when did the Cincinnati offer come in for you?
1: Last year, after the Hoop Deal in August, like late August.
0: So you had that almost a, a year ago that you get that opportunity from Cincinnati and you said that's coming down the road. When you got that offer, what did it say to you about your game? Because in your opinion you said that's a big school, that's an offer that I thought would come you know, down the road for me, but it came earlier than expected for you. What makes you believe that it, it came so early?
1: Just the sheer hard work that I put in uh, the amount of uh, running I do just How nice they
0: am to people, that's probably what did it. So having that opportunity with you for Cincinnati, the American Athletic Conference is what they're a part of. They are a team that gets themselves into the NCAA tournament. They're not an easy out in the NCAA tournament. They're not an easy out in the American Athletic Conference. So, you know, to to speak a little bit more about Cincinnati, they're not the quote-unquote power five Because the American Athletic, which I think there's an argument for a power six and that the American Athletic would be the team in there, but they're not a power five, yet this is a tough conference and Cincinnati's a tough team. What do you think about the American Athletic from the outside looking in, knowing knowing that teams like Cincinnati are inside of that conference and Wichita State and SMU and whatnot? It's a really good conference. Really good players, coaches, staff. It's a tough conference to play in, but you'll get a lot better in that conference. And then UMass was the other offer that you said kind of sticks out to you with Rutgers and Cincinnati. Why UMass? It's
1: a beautiful campus. Um, it's just a lot, of, a lot of going on, a lot of stuff going on there. The, the science building is phenomenal, very beautiful. Um, the engineering building is very beautiful also. They have a lot of food options, which I'm very happy about, <laughs> <laughs> and um, the gym is beautiful. Dr. J also went there, and um, that's, that's it. It's just, and the weight room is good also,
0: really good. I like the weight room. So you spoke about some of the academic buildings. Do you know what you want to study?
1: I want to study structural engineering, which I think is called civil civil engineering like building the bridges, roller coasters.
0: So you have that opportunity. With, with UMass, did you feel like there was a, a big-time connection to the student side of what you're looking to do? Did you feel like UMass maybe fits you in the classroom? Yes. Were there any other schools that, that you felt that way with, or is UMass kind of standing out on their own as far as the academic side of things? Uh, UMass is standing alone with the academics right now. So speaking here with Zed Key, 2020, coming in for college basketball at the forward position, playing small and power forward. Outside of the schools that offered you, what are some of the uh, schools that you have interest? Because I know I know that you you know when we were talking here on Wake Up Call with Dan Satora here on mixlr.com backslash wake call DT. Thanks for listening to the live feed. Uh, Zed, you and I were discussing the schools of interest and you said of my offers are just the ones that I have some interest in outside of that. So of the schools that haven't offered you yet, who are some of those schools that you're hoping will offer you? Some of the schools that you're interested in that haven't sent you an offer as of this time? Uh,
1: West Virginia, Seahawks, Denver, Davidson, Holy Cross, Wisconsin, George Washington, St. Joseph's.
0: So you got a long list of schools that you're interested in. Uh, bring me into why these schools that you just gave that haven't offered you yet. Why they gauge your interest? Why they're on your list?
1: Just the, maybe the conference that they play in, or the coach that's there, or how much, how uh, the big name players that are there, and what, like how they're producing them, or where they going to draft, and stuff like that. I just want to like go somewhere allowed me to get my um,
0: better my academics and my uh, like my game and make it to the next level. Now there's there's the notion out there and this is where I wanna you know, this is why it's important for me to always talk to to you, the student athlete, and to share with this on the show because there's misinformation that goes on with recruits all the time and there's information out there that Iowa Villanova, St. John's, and Maryland are all on your hope list, you know, that you're somewhat interested in. Is there any truth to that or no? Yes. So there is some truth to these. So because I know you didn't mention them on your non-offer but interest. So Iowa, Maryland, St. John's, and Villanova, why are these of interest to you? Because I I know that they haven't offered you yet, and you didn't mention them just now with your list of schools of interest. So these four schools, uh, why are they... Interesting to you, and where do they kind of stand as far as hoping to get an offer from them? Just uh, some of those colleges that are in that sport have,
1: they produce really good big men, they work on their game, um, they can shoot the ball really well, and some of the colleges, they just, have, they just fit me as a player.
0: And as far as, you know, how do how do Villanova, St. John's, Maryland, and Iowa, how do they fit you as a player? Two Big East schools, two Big Ten schools, how, how are these schools fitting in for you? Because they use their big men well. They know how to, like, establish
1: them in the post, bring them out, let them drive to the basket, and they touch the ball, screen roll. So that's what I like about them.
0: So you, you have these interests. you got a, a long line of interests that you're holding here right now and, and hoping for as you move forward to get some opportunities. So, you know, just, I mean, for you, is there a dream school of, of all these schools that we're talking about, including the, the ones that you haven't gotten offers from, is there a dream school within all of this discussion that we've had so far?
1: Um, No, not yet. It's really too early to tell. I haven't taking uh, visits to all these schools yet, so I don't know which was my dream school Yeah,
0: And you, you didn't mention Syracuse in this, and I, I know that you're in the state of New York. Is there any interest in Syracuse for you?
1: Yes, because it's still in New York. Um, it's pretty close to home, maybe four hours away from where I live. My parents have come come to the game to see me play. Um, one of my favorite, my other favorite players, Anthony, went there, so that's Another
0: reason. And when we see this, see this connection that you have, like you said, you're not too far away from Syracuse. It is within driving distance. You bring up Carmelo, Carmelo Anthony as one of your favorite players. Why is Carmelo one of your favorites? What can you say about his game? I know you talked about Tobias Harris earlier on here on Wake Up Call with Dan Satoris. So, what do you like about Carmelo Anthony?
1: Just how he uses his jab series. He could just turn face, jab it, of defend the bite and he was just shooting the range and 99% of the time he's going
0: in and his ability to shoot the three and handle the ball and finish around the rim. That coming from Zed Key, 2020 recruit for college basketball with a bunch of offers already and a long list of schools that he has interest in, Syracuse included in that. Having offers all over the country, Zed, from Arkansas, Little Rock, to Bryant, Cincinnati, Massachusetts, Iona, Robert Morris, Rutgers, St. Bonaventure, Stony Brook, local here in the state of New York, and then St. Louis, you know, obviously down in St. Louis, Missouri. To know that you have offers all over the country and that there's interest all over the country for you, what does that say to you about your game and and your abilities, knowing that there's a bunch of conferences within the offers that you have already, and inside these conferences, these teams are all over the country?
1: if you put in the work that... You're supposed to put in that you can play anywhere or wherever you want. It doesn't matter how how tall you are, how strong you are. If you put in the work, you can play wherever you want
0: that coming from Zed Key and Zed I want to do something before we get wrapped up here on Wake Up Call with Dan Satora with Zed Key 2020 college basketball this I want to throw something at you called Rapid Fire it's something that I've done for years on the show it's a signature piece of what we do and some of the questions may have to do with the world of sports some may have nothing to do with it whatsoever are you ready to play Rapid Fire yes all right, perfect. So my first question for you inside a rapid fire, Mr. Zed Key, is if anybody could play you in a movie, who would you have play you? Um, <laughs> uh, Tom Cruise. <laughs> He's strong, athletic, and he could just do many starts. I've never gotten Tom Cruise as an answer before, so i got to ask you, are you a big Tom Cruise fan? Big, I
1: just like
0: when he acts, you know, the star, and I'm like man. Mm-hmm. You know, so, mm-hmm. so, so having that star quality, you like? Yes. Favorite food. If you can only eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be and why? Pot stickers.
1: Pot I stickers. I
0: could eat pot stickers all day
1: with hot sauce. This is like, it's a distinct, but I, I love them. This little they're like delicious and
0: tasty. Well the weirdest thing about pot stickers and I agree with you, they smell but they taste great. They smell weird but they taste phenomenal. I don't know how to describe that to people other than what you said. they don't smell good but they taste very good. There's Some, yeah, something man, crazy man. about it. Do you have a favorite type of pot sticker? I'll tell you that there's pot stickers down in Florida that are amazing. But do you have a, a favorite one? Do you make them homemade? Do you, where, where are you getting your pot stickers? My mom buys them from BJ's, or in Costco, in like a pack, and you put them in oil and you fry them, and you put them in hot sauce. And what are they filled with typically? What, are you, what does your mom get? What type is your mom getting?
1: It's chicken and vegetable, like lettuce
0: and carrot. And they're so good. I mean, they're so good. But you put them in... See, I put them in, like, soy sauce or sweet sauce. You put them in hot sauce. Yes. That,
1: that makes you
0: good. Hot sauce, a little spicy. It's good. So pot stickers in hot sauce... Never gotten that answer. Over a 1,000 people have been on the show. Never have received that answer in Rapid Fire ever. So, Zed, you have already made history with your first broadcast interview slash the first time I ever heard anybody choose pot stickers to eat for the rest of their life in hot sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty awesome here. My next question for you, Zed, inside of Rapid Fire is, and this is going to be a little bit basketball related, what made you fall in love with the sport of basketball?
1: Just uh, you could showcase your talent to the whole world. Because you, um, you put in the work, and you go to these places, the tournaments and camps, and you could show out your skills and show what you could do to the colleges, to the, the coaches, to um, the officials and camp people. And then they'll notice you, and then they'll say, oh, this kid is really good, and they put you on their radar. That coming uh, from... Uh,
0: so that coming from Zed Key as we continue on to rapid fire inside a wake up call with Dan Tortora Zed if you could go anywhere in the world three part question you can go anywhere in the world you gotta tell me where you're going you could take one person that you know and one celebrity where do you go who do you take that you know and what celebrity do you take
1: um where did I go Probably Florida, because it's warm all year round. Who would I take with me? Probably my sister, because she, she she likes traveling also. And one celebrity I'll take? It's a hard question. Um, probably Tobias Harris, so he can he work on basketball related
0: stuff. Fair enough. Celebrity crush, if you could marry anybody right now, no restrictions, who would it be? Um,
1: Beyonce. Beyonce. I love Beyonce.
0: All right. Beyonce wins it on that one. Zed, if you could put three things on your bucket list right now that you have to do, you got a bucket list. They're the top three things. What would they be? Um, My
1: car I'm working on um, to be able to handle the ball like a point guard, and to um a lot of questions I gotta think to be able
0: to have my head over the rim for dunking on athletic purposes. So you want to get your head over the rim for dunking? You want to be able to finish the car that you're working on? And you have good ball handling skills. These are all doable things, and I gotta say that you know I've watched some film, and you can you could dunk this ball pretty well. So I know you want to have your head over the rim, but bring me into your dunking ability and just where that came from, because there's some fun fun stuff out there that has to do with Zed Key when you look it up. <laughs> uh,
1: I started dunking in seventh grade. I called my first dunk in the AAU game, and that was it. I started working really hard, toe raises. Um, lifting weight to my legs, squats, um, one set. And with legs, they take time. You don't see them overnight, like your arms and stuff like that. So I'll see it like in a month's time or two months time that I could jump higher, I could dunk the ball better, I could do new dunks and stuff like that. So I still work on my legs today because I want to do like new dunks see like on you know, Instagram, jump to the free throw line, put the ball between the legs, put the ball between behind your back. So. That's
0: what I want to do. And I, I got to ask you about this. I'm five foot eight, and I said that before I leave this earth, I want to be able to dunk the ball. So what do I need to work on right now to make? Sh- now listen, I can jump. I will tell you that right. Whatever Italian Hispanic blood has done inside of me, I do have the ability to jump. I can shoot a three point shot. See, this is my thing. I can handle the ball. I can shoot the three. I can shoot the rock from anywhere. So you know, if you need help shooting from the outside. Then, you know, come over and, and we'll practice on the court. But what do I need to do at five foot eight to make outside of jumping on the shoulders of you or somebody else, what do I have to do to dunk the ball? What can I work on?
1: Toll raises. Toll raises, um, they strengthen your calf, uh, lifting weights on your legs. They strengthen, like, they strengthen the top of your leg and the back of your leg and squats. Squats they they really hurt your legs, but
0: they hit your legs. A lot stronger than what what it was before, and you go dunk the basketball. So you gave me the regimen of what I have to do to dunk this basketball. So I see this. I need to do this. I need to do this in my life just to feel good about about you know my connection with the sport of basketball. So now I have the road to success. And with that being said, I'm taking you off the hot seat. And Zed, out of just. And I know that broadcasters typically don't do this. I don't know anybody else that does this. But I'm going to turn the script on myself. This is your first broadcast interview. And I'm going to take you off the hot seat. And I'm going to let you ask me questions. I'll give you five. You can ask me whatever you want to ask me in rapid fire. I have to answer these questions. You got five questions for me. Go ahead. Whatever you want.
1: Okay. Um. How did you start playing basketball? What inspired you to play basketball?
0: Uh, what inspired me to play basketball? I would say, you know, I don't, I mean, my aunt handed me a ball at like three years old. I, and I remember I had a little blow up ball and a, and a blow up hoop that was in this little pool. And they would put me in the pool and I would just play basketball. And I always loved having the basketball in my hands. It was something that, I don't know, like it, it was always around me. I loved it. It gave me something to do. When I was really, really little, it kept my attention and I just I don't know I just I fell in love with it and then I watched Magic Johnson and Michael Jordan and Larry Bird and and you know Gary Payton and and Sean Kemp and and all these guys and I just loved watching it I loved playing it the more I watched it the more I wanted to play it so that's kind of how it all got started for me okay okay
1: so the next question I have for you is what's your favorite car
0: my favorite car. Well, I really do like Hondas, and I've had them all my life, so I will give Honda a shout-out because those are the cars that I like. I would say that I would want a convertible because my mom's always had a convertible, and I just love the way that they look. You know, they're sleek. They're different. I like putting the top down. And Jaguars, for some reason. I've always liked Jaguars. I like the team. I like the animal. So I would say a Jaguar, probably. Okay. Um,
1: what is the funniest?
0: The funniest thing that I ever saw. Oh, my goodness. There's a lot. I like making people laugh, and I like I like doing comedy on the fly. I like being the guy that's just kind of ad-libbing in the moment. So, But you're asking me the funniest thing I ever saw. Hmm. The funniest thing I ever saw. This is tough. I'm trying to think of what I've seen. Well, I mean, I, I guess I can say... Uh, Jim, movies by Jim Carrey, Robin Williams on Broadway, uh, That that's a great one. Robin Williams live on Broadway, that DVD is great. So I guess I would say comedians like that, in my own life, I would say probably when the tree frog got stuck to my head down in Florida, that was really funny. So I would say that that, that was a really funny, uh, <laughs> there was a lot that ensued in that moment, I'll say that much. <laughs> okay,
1: do you like roller coasters?
0: I love roller coasters. So I'll, I, you can you can expand this being your fourth question. What do you have for me about roller coasters? Would you go on one that like does loops
1: or one that just go up and down, one that goes um, just really fast, go up, to shoot you out, to go up and to go back down to space. what type of roller coaster
0: do you like? I would tell you I'd go on any roller coaster. I If they go backwards, forwards, up and down. I, my favorite one is Mount Everest, which is located – it's Animal Kingdom and Walt Disney World in Orlando. And that one goes forwards, backwards. It doesn't flip, but it goes up and down. And it's, just, I don't know, to me, it's just really cool. It's really exhilarating. It's a it's a comfortable ride. So I would say that one, but I, I like all roller coasters. I just, the ones that have a lot of loops, I always get a little bit concerned that we're going to get stuck going up one of them. So I'd probably stay away from the the multiple loop ones. But I, I will, I've been known to try pretty much any roller coaster. Okay. All right, what's your final question? Um, i think about this one. Okay. Um, what's your favorite sneaker company, if, in that sneaker company, what's your favorite shoe that you like to wear, or that you have? Oh, man, my favorite sneaker, I would have to say it'd have to be Nike, because I've had Nikes my whole life, so I would say Nike, and... It really doesn't matter to me like what player. When I was a kid, I wanted the Damon Stoudemire's and the Shaquille O'Neal's. So I have the Shaquille O'Neal ones that are black and white, and they spiral, and it kind of looks like one of those things that makes you dizzy. I like those. Uh, the, the Damon Stoudemire black and whites, love those. But uh, now I'm just kind of, I like Nikes. that I, I have orange sneakers because I grew up in Syracuse, so I like those really vibrant orange sneaks. And I also like the ones that I have right now too, that are red and yellow because they look like the Flash superhero. And so people will be like, "Oh man, are those the Flash?" And I'm like, "Sure, why not?" So I, I, I like those too. I would, I would, I would say, I would probably say Nike, and then I would say it would come down to the colors. And right now I'm rocking Flash colors, and I'm, I'm rocking orange as well. Okay. And I, I'm gonna follow up with you since you gave me that one, since I didn't ask you that. What, what's your favorite sneaker brand and favorite type of sneaker?
1: My favorite sneaker brand is Adidas. Okay. They're really comfortable. I can walk around in them. My feet won't hurt, and I can wear them all day, no problems. And my favorite sneakers that I like to play in is the Kristaps Porzingis one, the Crazy Explosive
0: one. Okay, they're really comfortable. They're lightweight. They have ankle support,
1: and I can move around more freely in those sneakers.
0: Uh, coming from Zed Key, can move around more freely in the Christoph Perzingas sneakers, loves Adidas. Zed Key's first ever broadcast interview, proudly brought to you by Wake Up Call of Tour What do you think, Zed? How did it go? Where Are you comfortable now? You feel good? I mean, what do you think about your first broadcast interview now that your voice is out there?
1: It went, like, really well. No problem. I was nervous at the beginning, and then I started getting accustomed, and I started to get used to this, and I'll do it again. I love it. I love
0: it interviews. Awesome. So you'll come back on the wake-up call is what I'm hearing. Yes. All right, awesome. Well, I appreciate your time, Zed. I know you got a couple of years here in your recruitment. Definitely going to keep in touch with you and have you back on the show numerous times. So thank you for taking some time with us today, and thank you for being a part of the broadcast. We look forward to talking with you soon.
1: Thank you for having me.